The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World. Millions of Bible students puzzle over the strange beast described in the book of Revelation. With its iron teeth, seven heads and ten horns, it's ferocious and terrifying. But what does it represent? You know, go on the internet and you will find any number of sites that identify the beast of Revelation with Russia. Other sites claim it is China. After all, the Chinese often use a red dragon as their symbol. Is it possible that Russia or China is the beast of Revelation? Many believe that the 21st century will belong to China. But surprising as it may sound, this will not be China's century. And it won't be America's or India's or Brazil's or any other nation's century either. Would you like to know who will rule the 21st century? Then stay with me through the program and I will reveal it to you. You can know what the beast of Revelation is and where it will arise on this earth. You can know that this great red monster will appear just before Jesus Christ's return and that he will destroy it at his coming. But remember this, certain prophecies must be fulfilled before all these things come to pass. On today's program, I'm offering you an important free booklet, The Beast of Revelation. It will explain clearly how a powerful empire will soon arise on the world stage. It will also reveal the meaning of the mysterious number 666. Just what does that mean? Be sure to have pen and paper ready to write down the phone number that we will give you. Are you ready to hear the rest of the story? Then stay tuned. A warm welcome to Tomorrow's World, where we make sense of today's world news in the light of Bible prophecy. I mentioned in the introduction that many Bible students believe that the beast of Revelation is going to be China. It's understandable why people believe China could be the beast. Let's consider a few facts. Think about the impact that China is having on the world. One of their fastest growing cities is Shanghai. Its gleaming new buildings, housing, banking and commerce have risen quickly on the skyline. Industrial technology has boomed in this modern Chinese city, but with it has come the resulting traffic snarls and pollution. They've not been able to escape the evils of modern society any better than any other country has been able to. Have you noticed how many of the items in your home are made in China? Is China going to be the great fiery red beast of Revelation? Well, the answer is no. How can I be so sure? Well, because Bible prophecy points to a powerful empire rising up from where you would least expect from Europe. That's right. You can expect to see the current 27 countries of the European Union give way to a new, dynamic, streamlined Europe. What you see today is not what you will see in the next few years. You can expect a major crisis to propel a powerful European leader and a religious figure to dominate Europe and then finally the whole world. And expect to see a smaller group within Europe being led by ten kings. 
Do you want to be ahead of the game? Today I'll be showing you from Bible prophecy what is going to arise out of the old continent of Europe. You'll be amazed at how the pieces of the puzzle have been coming together over the past 60 years so that a reshaped Europe will burst onto the world scene and surprise the whole world with its power. It will affect Americans and Canadians. It'll even touch the lives of people in Australia, New Zealand and South Africa. The world is moving at an ever faster pace, so fast that most of us can't keep up. The same's happening on the world stage. What would have taken a hundred years to take place now happens in just a few years. You know, think for a moment, if you will, how long was the British Empire number one in the world? Well, the answer is about a hundred years. That was from 1815 at the end of the uh, Napoleonic Wars till the First World War. And from then on, the United States has become the leading world power and has been there for almost a hundred years. Now, during the last century, the Germans, the Russians, the Japanese, they tried to grasp the power from Britain and the United States, but they failed. Now the time has come where America's decline is leaving a power vacuum. And the Bible tells us that a new world power will take America's place. And don't think for one moment that everything American will continue. In fact, the world's love affair with America has grown cold. And the same's happening in Britain, as old friends have become disillusioned with her policies. A new zeitgeist is about to appear in the world. What does zeitgeist mean? It's a German word that means time spirit, but really means the spirit of an age. It includes everything from culture and fashion, philosophy and the mood of a time. The zeitgeist of America has been everything from mom and apple pie to the latest American movies and music. This American spirit is fading fast in the rest of the world as nations and people look at the results of the last 50 years of America's moral collapse. More and more they want anything that is not American or for that matter British as well. The time is ripe for a new zeitgeist in the world and several nations want it to be the spirit of their age. The Bible tells us who will be the next ruler of this world. Two of its prophetic books, the book of Daniel and the book of Revelation, tell us all we need to know about the future. And today we're offering you this free booklet, The Beast of Revelation. You can read in this booklet in greater detail what I will give you in the next 20 minutes. There will be information about the number of the beast, which most know is 666. You can learn how to escape the power of this coming beast power. Phone now for your free copy. Friends, you need to know what is happening right now in Europe because it's going to affect your life very soon. You know, I recently traveled from London to Brussels. I visited the European Union headquarters in Brussels and was amazed at how efficiently things are done in an environment where 23 official languages are spoken. I was at a news conference where the Belgian government announced their acceptance of the six-monthly presidency of the European Union. The Prime Minister and his Foreign Minister explained how they will continue the work of the previous Spanish presidency and work toward a more powerful foreign policy for the Union. This great project to bring former nations that squabbled and warred for centuries has had a good measure of success, and yet it has been at a price and it could collapse if the member nations returned to self-interest. These countries recently signed the Lisbon Treaty, which hands over much of their national power to a centralized power in Brussels 
and ensures greater federalism. Before we examine the beast of Revelation, we need to go to the life and the prophecies of the prophet Daniel. These two books, Daniel and Revelation, combine to give us a panoramic view of history and prophecy rolled into one. Daniel was a young Jewish man living in captivity in Babylon in the 6th century BC. The Babylonian Empire was about to be overtaken by the Persians. So God spoke to Daniel through visions. These visions are given to us in chapters 7 and 8 of Daniel. And we're told clearly what they will mean in the near future. If you have a Bible, follow along with me as I read from the New King James Version. We might ask the question, from where will these beasts arise? And this is really important. Because remember we talked about the fact that people are saying it's Russia, China, Brazil or India. But we need to know from what part of the world they will be centred. In chapter 7, we are introduced to four beasts that arise out of the great sea. Whenever the Bible speaks of the great sea, it's actually always speaking of the Mediterranean Sea. You will find that the beasts of Daniel and Revelation are centered on the Middle East and the Mediterranean Sea. Let us start here in verse 4. The first was like a lion. That was the Babylonian Empire. Now verse 5. And suddenly another beast, a second like a bear. That was the Persian Empire. Then verse 6. After this I looked and there was another like a leopard. This symbolized the Greeks. But now notice verse 7. After this I saw in the night visions and behold a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible, exceedingly strong. It had huge iron teeth. It was devouring, breaking in pieces and trampling the residue with its feet. This is a description of the Roman Empire which lasted for 500 years and ruled almost all of Europe. In verse 17, an angel told Daniel the meaning of the vision. Those great beasts which are four are four kings which arise out of the earth. This cannot refer to a Chinese dynasty or an Indian empire because these four beasts come out of the Great Sea or the Mediterranean Sea. Which great world empires had influence over the Great Sea? They were Babylon, Persia, Greece and Rome. In the next part of the program, we're going to see more about the beasts of Daniel and Revelation. You can see how events occurring right now are preparing the way for the soon coming beast of Revelation. We are at a turning point in world affairs. People will look back and say that our time right now was when the great shift in world power took place. You can know in advance what the events will be. So be sure to request your copy of The Beast of Revelation. Just call the number that we will give you or go to tomorrowsworld.org to order your free copy now. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, 
Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Welcome back to Tomorrow's World. In the first part of the program, we were introduced to four great empires close to or on the Mediterranean Sea. They were Babylon, Persia, Greece, and Rome. Let us now go to Daniel chapter 8, where we learn specifically of the second and the third of the beasts in the book of Daniel 7. The second and third are Persia and Greece. Verse 3 reads, Then I lifted up my eyes and saw, and there, standing beside the river, was a ram which had two horns. Now read verse 4. I saw the ram pushing westward, northward, and southward, that no animal could withstand him, nor was there any that could deliver from his hand. But he did according to his will and became great. Now notice parts of verses 5 through 7. And as I was considering, suddenly a male goat came from the west, across the surface of the whole earth, without touching the ground. And the goat had a notable horn between his eyes. Then he came to the ram that had two horns, and I saw him confronting the ram. He was moved with rage against him, attacked the ram, and broke his two horns. Now for an important point to consider. Verses 20 and 21 tell us clearly who the ram and the male goat represent. The ram which you saw having the two horns, they are the kings of Media and Persia. And the male goat is the kingdom of Greece. The large horn that is between its eyes is the first king. We don't have to guess who these kingdoms were. We are told by the Bible itself. All of these prophecies were fulfilled in the few centuries that came during and after Daniel's life. Most of us have heard of Alexander the Great. He was the Greek king who overran the Medes and the Persians. He was the male goat symbol. He actually died at about age 33. And his four generals took over the kingdom. But those kingdoms were later to become a part of the last great empire, the Roman Empire. Why is this important to understand? It shows us that the power of Babylon moved westward to Rome in Italy and in Europe. And the influence of the Romans has remained there for the last 2,000 years. Please take special note. The Babylonians passed their religion and legal systems on to the Persians, who in turn passed them on to the Greeks, and they bequeathed them to Rome. Babylon has never completely died out. In fact, it is with us to this very day in the heart and the minds of the Europeans. Today, we're talking about the dramatic rise of a new European power soon to come on the world scene. We established in the first part of the program that Babylon, Persia, Greece, and then Rome maintained Babylonian systems. This included religion, culture, education, and law. We can know that the coming beast power will not be centered in China or India or Brazil or Russia. The beast will symbolically come out of and be centered on the Mediterranean Sea. It will maintain the Babylonian mystery religion. The Chinese and the Indians do not have this religion, neither do the Russians or the Muslims. We are now going to shift our prophetic focus from Daniel to the book of Revelation. So let us turn to Revelation chapter 13, where we are introduced to the strange mixing of the previous four beasts of Daniel. Do you remember what they were? A lion, which was Babylon, a bear, Persia, a leopard, which was Greece, and a dreadful iron teeth beast with seven heads, which of course was Rome. 
Now we find them all together in one great beast. To understand these beasts, refer to the chart in the middle of this particular booklet that we will send to you. This beast that we read of here had six revivals throughout the last 1500 years. And the final and dramatic one is about to appear. For even more detail on this amazing prophecy, ask for our booklet, The Beast of Revelation, Myth, Metaphor or Soon Coming Reality. We will give you the phone number to call or you can go to tomorrowsworld.org to order your copy. It will explain what the mark of the beast and the number of the beast will be. What does the number 666 mean? How will this new European power affect you and your family? It's going to dominate the whole world, even the countries of Australia, New Zealand and South Africa. No one will escape its powerful influence. Notice what it says about this beast power in Europe in Revelation chapter 13 and in verse 3. And all the world marveled and followed the beast. Expect to see more European control over world trading standards. Thousands of European regulations in areas such as car manufacturing and agriculture are being forced upon other nations by the Europeans. So far, the United States has resisted these requirements but will soon have to comply if they want to trade with Europe and other countries who have adopted them. It will affect you and your employment because the world's wealth is going to shift more and more away from the present American and British-style banking systems that are no longer credible. If they try to revive their old greedy habits, they could be brought down by a European-led banking revolt. We've had our best years in America, Great Britain, Canada, Australia and New Zealand. The shift in economic power has already occurred. According to Central Intelligence Agency figures, China is the country with the world's highest level of financial reserves at nearly $2.5 trillion, followed by Japan at just on $1 trillion. The United States, it's number 17 in the world, with only $130 billion in reserve. That's just 5% of China's reserves. This beast shall have a number associated with it. Notice Revelation 13 and verse 18. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. His number is 666. Would you like to know what that number really means? Then request your free copy of the Beast of Revelation. Take a note of the number that we will give you and call right away. In the next part of the program, I will share with you a close parallel between what God has prophesied in your Bible for the time immediately preceding Jesus Christ's return to earth and an old Greek myth. To help you understand the mystery of the end-time beast, phone now for your free copy of The Beast of Revelation. You can also go online to order your copy or read and download your own copy. Wait for the information we will give you. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown.
With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Welcome back to our final part of the program. So far we have established that both Daniel and the Apostle John saw visions of beasts. By allowing the Bible to interpret the Bible, we've learned that these beasts are actually related. What John saw was a composite of the four beasts that Daniel was shown. Here is what they were. A lion, representing the Babylonian Empire. Daniel was alive in Babylon at the time. Secondly, a bear symbolizing the Medo-Persians who overran Babylon. And Daniel lived through part of that time. Thirdly, a leopard, which was signifying the Greek Empire begun by Alexander the Great. And then fourthly, a ferocious beast with ten horns, iron teeth that tramples the residue of the nations. And that was Imperial Rome. What John saw in Revelation 13 was a composite of all four of these beasts. They all arose out of the Mediterranean Sea and they dominated the regions of the Middle East and Europe. Now we come to a most important prophecy. We find it in Revelation chapter 17. In chapter 13, we met the dreadful beast of Rome with its seven heads and ten horns. Now let us read chapter 17 and in verse 3 where an angel showed John a vision of a woman riding a beast. Notice, so he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness and I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast which was full of names and blasphemy having seven heads and ten horns. What is so important about a woman sitting on a beast? It means she rides him and controls him. This is the essence of the old Greek myth of Europa and the bull. Let me share with you a fascinating parallel of an account in the Bible and an old Greek myth. You need to know that Satan loves to counterfeit what the Bible says with his false religion. In Greek mythology, Zeus was the king of the gods. Here is a quote from the preface of a book that I have at home, European Law, published by Cambridge University Press. Disguised as a bull, Zeus had been searching for a wife beautiful enough to become queen of his native Crete. When he saw Europa, he was smitten. Europa was gathering flowers by the seaside with her friends when she came upon the bull. Uncommonly gentle, the bull inspired no fear. Decking its horns with flowers, Europa climbed upon its back, whereupon the bull, that is Zeus, took off at a trot and dived into the sea. Europa was carried off to Crete. The Romans carried on this myth, and the preface continues, the myth has been repeatedly appropriated and reinvented. Europa's myth is now seen as the origin of a territory whose cultural heartland lies somewhere in Central Europe, or as they call it there, Middle Europa, perhaps in the modern Czech Republic, perhaps in Vienna, but certainly somewhere in a nation that became a member state of the European Union only very recently. Can we make the connection between this myth, which is 4,000 years old, and our very modern world today? Let us turn to Revelation chapter 17 verses 3 to 5. And I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast which was full of names of blasphemy having seven heads and ten horns. 
The woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet and adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls, having in her hand a golden cup full of abominations and the filthiness of her fornication. And on her forehead a name was written, Mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and of the abominations of the earth. Can you see the incredible parallel? Satan has cleverly twisted God's prophecy to make the beast like a bull, which represents Zeus, the king of the pagan gods. Europa, from which we get the name Europe, is firstly seduced by the bull, but then rides him and controls him. In biblical prophecy, a woman usually represents a church. In one case, it's God's true church in Revelation chapter 12. Here, though, the woman's a prostitute that looks beautiful. But notice in verse 6, I saw the woman drunk with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I marveled with great amazement. So once again, the true church will be persecuted. But wait, I got good news for those who are true and faithful to God. He promises protection and safety. In Revelation chapter 3 and in verse 10, we read the following. Because you have kept my command to persevere, I also will keep you from the hour of trial which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. He then makes it more clear how this will happen in chapter 12 and in verse 14. But the woman, that is God's true church, was given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness to her place where she is nourished for a time and times and half a time from the face of the serpent. We now come to the time where we need to review all that has been said. It's time to consider what the beast of Revelation is all about. The beast is a compilation of the four beasts of the book of Daniel. It's going to arise in Europe, not in China or India or Russia, it will dominate the whole world with its power, laws, and an iron fist, but it will be destroyed by Jesus Christ at his coming. Notice here in Revelation chapter 17 and verse 12, the ten horns which you saw are ten kings. These are of one mind, and they will give their power and authority to the beast. These will make war with the lamb, that is Jesus Christ, and the lamb will overcome them, for he is Lord of lords, and king of kings. In the introduction, I asked the question, whose century will the 21st century be? By now, you know the answer. It will be Jesus Christ's century. You can prepare for the years ahead by submitting your life to God and obeying his laws. Start by requesting your copy of our free booklet, The Beast of Revelation. Be sure to watch Tomorrow's World every week at the same time on the same station. Roderick Meredith, Richard Ames, Wallace Smith and I will explain the real meaning behind world events in a way that you have never heard before. And we will also bring you the good news of Tomorrow's World. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown.
To view today's program, order the free literature offered, or for more information on today's vital subject, visit us online at www.tomorrowsworld.org. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.